This is the author's first radio interview, and it goes back to the summer of 2005, soon after the release of Up the Lake, the first book in this series. The interviewer is Rue Phelps. As she says, Rue, like in kangaroo. She's now a DJ on Jet FM across the street of Georgia in Comox. And she's from a family of radio announcers, her grandfather being a CBC icon in the business. Someday she's going to write a book about it. It was a fun day at the CHQB AM studio before they moved from Courtney Street in Powell River. Although things started out a bit rough for me, I was pretty nervous, and you may be able to sense it in the way I attack the interview, or maybe my lack of attack. Oh, one other thing. The quality of this radio recording, well, you can blame it on me. I've learned a lot about podcasting and sound files since then. You may or may not want to skip this recording if it's not exactly music in your ears. Sunshine Coast, that's country, that's Carolyn Don Johnson with stress rehearsal, and we started off the hour with a song that always gets stuck in my head, Joe Nichols, What's a Guy Gotta Do? Coast Country weather forecast for today, calling for a mix of sun and cloud, but we're looking mostly gray out there with a high of 18 degrees expected for the afternoon. Tonight, showers low of 13 and more of the wet stuff tomorrow with a high of 18 degrees. And now it's my pleasure to introduce to the studio Wayne Lutz, author of Up the Lake Coastal British Columbia Stories. Well, thank you so much for coming in today. We're excited to have you here. We've been corresponding via email, and I'm just so excited that you're here because I read your book, and I really liked it. Uh, my pleasure to be here. Sure glad you liked the book. Uh, what do you like about it? Um, I was just actually saying I, there's a real wit to it. It's very funny, yet really informative as well, and it's really, it captures great imagery in it. You know, you can read it, and it's just so much. It brings to mind Powell River. Well, I'm flattered. It's my favorite place. Uh, if you read the book, you know I discovered Powell River about four years ago, and I haven't been able to live, leave this place ever since. <laughs> All right, so start off by telling us just a little bit about yourself. Well, my background is mainly in aviation, which has little to do with Powell River. But here's my story of Canada. For the last uh, 20 plus years, I've flown all over Canada every summer because I'm a teacher. Mm -hmm. And I take my tent and I camp while I'm on a plane. Now, I've seen some of the greatest parts of Canada. I tell my Canadian friends that sometimes I think I've seen more of Canada than they have. <laughs> yeah, I don't doubt it. I've camped on the Arctic Ocean, I've been to Northwest Territories, Nanavut, the whole works. And then, four years ago, by mistake, I landed in Powell River, and I haven't been able to leave ever since. And that says something about this region, doesn't it? It definitely does. So you had already written a book before this one. Oh, uh, we have to talk about that. Huh? I read that on the inside. Uh, what was the other book that you wrote? What was that one about? I read, I've written uh, two other books, uh, both in our science section, and uh, they're happily unpublished. <laughs> okay. So I finally found my niche, and I think it's here in Canada. Okay, so when you came out here, did you already have the idea that you wanted to write a book about this area, or it just kind of spawned out of being in Powell River? Good question. You know, I'm not really sure what happened. I certainly didn't have an idea about writing, but I had a topic in mind that I wanted to pursue. Yeah. And that is something I learned right away in Powell River, and that's the concept of conserve resources and don't ever throw anything away because you might need it. <laughs> All right. 
So that was sort of the idea that you just thought that's really cool, that that should be a book. Well, you know, I'm, I'm new to the region, and I saw those uh, floating cabins on Powell Lake, which is very, very cool. Very unique and very, very cool. And uh, when I saw that, uh, I came up with a concept. I almost named the book after the concept called Save That Nail. Yeah. And if you drop a nail, pick it up because you might need it, especially if you're out on a float <laughs> on Powell Lake. All right. So um, the book talks about the guide and friend of John a lot. In fact, in the, uh, there's a dedication to him in the front of the book. How did he end up being your guide? Like when he came here, how did you meet up with this John that is so thoroughly described? I feel like I know him just from reading the book. Yeah, a lot of people are saying that. In fact, uh, John, the closest friend here in Towser, is a very unique character. And uh, when I was looking for a float cabin, there weren't too many for sale. And his was, and I bought it. But what I didn't really realize is that when I bought my float cabin, John sort of came along with it. <laughs> it was a package deal. Okay. Yeah, package deal all the way. And he taught me uh, about the wilderness. And he started taking me riding, and I said, no way am I going to go riding out in the wilderness. Why do I want to do that? On a yeah. motorcycle? On a quad? <laughs> Forget it. That's not me. Yeah. And I bet you know what happened from there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you and Don are still good friends then? Well, except for when the book came out, I'm not so sure he's still talking to me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> he's, he's still a very good friend, and we're going riding later today. Awesome. So what's the most important thing you learned from John or just about Canada while you were here in that time? Well, I think the book it says the theme. The theme is um, this region has a unique character, and in both the geography and the people. And uh, I think John taught me that. John's a, a very uh, dedicated person to his town, Powell River, and he loves the geography, and he, he's shown me so much of it. I've seen things that a tourist could never see. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now you are American. Where about the estate are you from? American, yeah. In fact, here's a subtitle. The subtitle of the book is Coastal BC Stories, but I almost called it an ugly American view of Powell River. <laughs> but I thought maybe that would turn off the population. Yeah, I'm from uh, Los Angeles. You know what? I don't know if you've been there or not. Yes, I have. Okay, it's a lot different. Yes, it's very river. different. And I'm happy to say, even though I'm proud of my home in the States, there's a lot to be said for Powell River, and uh, my background is in aviation teaching at a college there. Yeah. All right, so do you think that many Americans sort of have the wrong idea about Canada? I don't know if you've ever heard of this. There's a show in Canada that they do called Talking to Americans, where they, yeah. they, they ask them questions about Canada, and they say things just like they'll joke around, like uh, get people who are from the States to say, congratulations, Canada, on legalizing staplers. And so we have this thing here where we think that a lot of people from the States don't really know what it's like up in Canada. We worry that they think we all live in igloos and hot food, stuff like that. Is that true, or do you think that they sort of know what it's like up here? No, I don't think they know. In fact, remember, I told you that I traveled around Canada different parts yeah. besides Paul River for 20 years, and I didn't really understand. Um, but, but I think one, one point here is that... Uh, uh, my book promotes Powell but it should be a truthful look too. It shows the good, bad, and ugly. Yeah. And now I'm nervous. So there's a two sided thing here, and you know what it is. Yeah. We want tourists, but I'm scared of tourists too. Yes. And that was actually what I was going to ask you. You say in your book that you hope the road out of Powell River doesn't get made and that it stays isolated. Oh, boy, I hope my friend John doesn't hear you because it's going to be a quad road before it's uh, a road for cars. Yeah. And you know there's a meeting tonight at uh, yes. Town Center at 7 p.m. going to be there. And we're going to be there, too. Uh, I don't know. Actually, uh, I can't say I don't want a road in. I don't want any of the cruise ships to stop. But in reality, you know, I support Powell River, and if growth is tourism, then we've got to have it. So it's more we want the growth, but at the same time, we just don't want good old Powell River to change. Is that kind of the attitude? Absolutely. Can you imagine Powell River any different? Suppose those cruise ships did stop here. And suppose uh, Vancouver had a direct route in 
be a squamish. I don't know, it'd be different. It would be a bit different. So, um, what else was I going to ask you about here? Oh, in your book, you say that the lifestyle here focuses on self-reliance and a different sense of purpose. How would you say that our sense of purpose up here is different from what you're used to where, where your home is? Well, you know, the self-reliance part kind of ties into that sense of purpose in that I think everybody here has to be a journalist. They have to be able to do everything. Yeah. And I know that in town we've got all the amenities, but you get out in the bush or on Cow Lake, uh, you pretty much have to take care of yourself. So I think everybody gets used to being able to take care of themselves. And a great example is that my full cabin up in Pono uh, on Powell Lake. Yeah. You see me in Los Angeles, you'll never see a hammer in my hand. you never see a paintbrush <laughs> in my hand. But I have to be able to figure it out on my own, and I'm learning how to do it. And it's a great quality the Canadians have in this area. All right. And uh, John was concerned about you operating a chainsaw, which was one of things that you'd never be seen with a hammer in your hand. When I got to the part about you wanting a chainsaw, was it because you'd never done so before? You, you'd never operated a chainsaw? Oh, come on. If you're from the city, you're green there to be a lumberjack. <laughs> and when I saw that chainsaw and the way John would kick it around and cut the wood, I said, i got to be able to do it. And I guess it was kind of an eagle thing. <laughs> but once I got going, you know, you got to have a chainsaw. How are you going to have wood in the winter if you don't have a chainsaw? Well, the last two weeks, they had to have wood just to keep it warm at night. Well, that's one of the things that I thought was really interesting, too. You said that after you used it, and this is a quote, you had crossed the line. What did you mean by that? Well, you know, there's a difference between locals and tourists. Yeah. Between locals and Americans, and even Canadian tourists. And we all know that. And I must admit, ever since I fell in love with Powell River, I want to be a local. Yeah. And somehow, all locals know how to use a chainsaw, not me. <laughs> so when I started that baby up, I said, I crossed the line. You're done. You're in. Yeah. All right. So people want to get a hold of you to get a copy of your book. How can they do so? Well, first of all, there's a website that has all the listed retailers, www.powellriverbooks.com. Uh, I also have a number of retailers I wanted to mention that got me started. Uh, Marine Traders right down the street. Yeah. And then up the street is Rocky Mountain Pizza and the Visitor Info Center. And then uh, up at Quality Parks. There are a number of others you can check on the website, but uh, it's available at all those sites. Oh, forgot that mention too. There's a book signing today. Uh, nope, sorry, tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> uh, 11 to 2 Friday at Marine Traders. So if you want to come on down, I'll be glad to sign the book. And I got some slides to show you a little clearly. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming in today. We really appreciate it was great having you here. My pleasure. And uh, any advice for any people out there considering writing a book? Well, you know, I'm self-published. Yes. That's more unique. And at first, that scared me. The reason for self-published was that problem with the science fiction books. I couldn't get a uh, company to buy them. Yeah. But you get everything your way if you self-publish. I can be here talking to you without permission from anybody. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to go. And usually you want to ask permission before you chat with yourself. <laughs> okay. I got that. I learned that on the radio. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming in today. It was anyway. We really, really appreciate it. My pleasure. All right. We're going to throw back to the music we've got right now, Leanne Womack on Coast Country. 1280.